for like I, I, I'm seeing prices like twelve ninety nine per person. Ooh, God. <laughs> I mean, okay. that includes your flight, but. Is there like a Club Ted down the road that you go to? You just stay at a guy named Ted's house. <laughs> you can have what's in the fridge. You know, if it ain't crawling, I, it's all for the balling. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's what we say here at Club Ted. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm freaking out. <laughs> oh, God. It's happening again. <laughs> These Club Ted adventures. They're never worth it. Welcome to Club Ted. I'm so happy you're staying with us. Unlike Denise, who <laughs> left me yesterday. <laughs> I can't hold it together. You need this money, Ted. <laughs> anyway, here's your five-star room. It is a blow-up mattress in the garage. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there is no room service, but I will be randomly wandering in here, naked, half drunk, wondering where Denise is. <laughs> Let's go. go. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh huh. You don't really want to miss Pop Soccer, stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep it so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Oh, that's right. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Pop Saga, the podcast where our net is so wide, we're accidentally scooping up all those whales from Star Trek 4 and making them into delicious tuna salad. In today's episode, we're going to check in on what is going on in the world of pop culture and just generally chopping it up. I'm Forrest, and I am joined at Oz, always, Oz, as always, by John. And John, uh, do you think what the world needs now, thank you, is to chill, just chill? That would be great. Everybody, so just dial it down a little bit to your server. So uh, I don't know if that's the real lyrics. I am not a songsmith, but yes, I think the world needs to chill. Just chill. Uh, cool it down now. Sing it around town now. <laughs> You know, you don't have to feel pressure to make up your own song. No, I can't. Every time you do it, I feel like, oh, well, I gotta come up with a song now. Oh my god, is that our ultimate high concept episode? Is just a musical episode? Shh. I've, <laughs> I've been noodling the idea. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> oh no, we're doing it now. Oh, God. Uh, what have I signed myself up for? I hate singing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, mercy, mercy, mercy. Mercy. Uh, John, I understand that you are feeling a little under the weather today. So. Yes. Uh, apologies for my sultry voice not being as sultry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just now it's just down to regular sultry instead of the usual quite sultry. Yeah, well, shit. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna power through this, but yes, okay. I'm 
I am fighting uh, something wrong with my face. Uh oh, <laughs> that sounds like a little bit more than just a cold. But uh, I'm going to assume that you have not a frosted beverage that you are enjoying this evening. Uh, no, no, I made sure to do all my drinking when um, my brother-in-law came over to visit us. So I'm, okay. I'm just drinking water today. Water. Well, that's smart. H2O, because I don't want the booze to hurt me. <laughs> and it would. Uh, but I am enjoying a frosty beverage, so here comes the music in the background. And my terrible French accent. Uh, let's get a little bit of that can opening. Please don't ruin my mic. Oh, God. Oh, very nice. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, today we will be enjoying the, from the Bale Breaker Brewing Company, Pilsner. That's just what it's called. Just called Pilsner. Just Pilsner. Just Pilsner. Its alcohol per volume is 4.5. It's 12 fluid ounces of delicious gold wonder. It's a terrific Pilsner. And it comes in a very classy can that is mostly gold. But guess what? Mm. The little pull tab? It's green. (laughs) It knows the way to my heart. (laughs) Bell breaker, you son of a bitch. Yeah, but that's a, that's a, that sounds mighty nice. Ah, yes, and uh, it's going down mighty smooth. Oh, good. That's Bill Breaker Pilsner, fresh off the farm. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Didn't read that part before. Uh, what part of the farm is it from? I'm hoping it's a hop farm uh, because if this has some, if this actually has hay in it. I don't know nothing about that. I guess I like hay. I guess that's what uh, the only conclusion one can draw. Yeah, well, as often as I've heard people call you horse face behind your back. Oh, shit. <laughs> this, what a way to find out. Oh, well, um, if you were to ask me, hey, is Bale Breaker Pilsner a bad beer? I would say, nay. All right. <laughs> There we are. Uh, we're kind of taking trade. We're taking turns, huh? Last episode, I wasn't uh, imbibing, and uh, this episode, I am. But you're not. Who knows what the next episode will bring? There's only one well, way to find out. Yes. Well, hopefully, I'll I'll switch it, and then I can play this previously on Pop Saga. <laughs> okay, that that rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got us a previously button. Uh, so you just hit me. You were like, "Hey, I need a previous." I'm like, "Boom! I got you." That's awesome. I got you. Uh, let's see. We we unlocked. There's a, a lot, a bunch of new sounds from uh, from our partners. Oh, no, I'm not gonna say partners. <laughs> yeah, Yikes. partners. We've we've <laughs> we've invested in their ecosystem, and they Indeed. continuously pretty much disappoint. But. Yes, from uh, the the folks over at Voice Mod. Um, let's just see. Let's get a taste. This is one's called Main Theme, and uh, these are all uh, role playing game focused. So, okay, let's see. Okay, let's see well, what this we is we we are role playing game professionals. So. Yeah, that's right. We are enthusiasts at the very least. So, okay. Oh, okay. Is this Star Wars? Hello, welcome to Lord of the Dragonfall. <laughs> what? <laughs> the sun rises over the plains of Faerun. Okay. 
Um, no, that took that. That was going to take too long to get started. No, yeah, it was really yeah. a slow build, but interesting, interesting stuff they're doing here. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got anything else that looks cool? Because I never check out uh, the sounds. I see one that literally looks like it's a a, a, a poop mark. Yes, I don't know what's going on there. I'm afraid to click on it. You're talking about the category of sounds, and I don't know what's going on. But here, this one's called Victory, and I'm hoping it's just a little sting. Let's see what it sounds like. Congratulations, you've reached level two. Okay, well, that fanfare was too much for level two. Yeah, well, it's the only one they have as victory. I don't know if Boom. I was running, if I was running a game, and then every time somebody beat a mob of monsters, I was like, "Great job! You beat a four spiders in a room." Really? You could, you didn't have to play that again. I mean, you've been playing that a lot. And all I did was uh, book uh, a room at the tavern, uh, the the four spiders. Congratulations, you booked a room at the four spiders. No, I mean at the tavern, which, it, and then I just walked down the road and I, I met that mysterious uh, gentleman, gentleman who was just all like, there are four spiders over there, be careful. And I just beat them and that's all I did. That's you it. accepted the quest from the guy who is scared of four spiders of regular size. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I can't keep playing this game. With you. <laughs> like there, there's too much congratulations right there. I, I, I oh. Congratulations for quitting this terrible game. The the other soundboard is something more up my alley. It's farts and burps. Oh my god, John, you are right. Oh, oh, this is foul. <laughs> Every single icon is just poop stains on toilet paper or underpants. This is terrible. Yeah, it's not. Like the burps, fine. That could be poison clouds everywhere, but. The fart ones, come on. Like, they're just streaks and strips and... Okay, I don't want to play any of these. Oh, but, you know, you have to. But But I... There is... Some of these names I'm not going to read out loud because I'm a little iffy on it. But let's just have a sampling here. We have Squeaker, Master Blaster... Air biscuit. That's the one I'm more, <laughs> most interested in, to be fair. <laughs> and one that is called Fartiologist. <laughs> well, that's the study, obviously. I am just not going to click a single one of these. All right, uh, well, I will. Oh, no. Okay. Sorry, people. Uh, if you don't like fart sounds, uh, jump ahead about two minutes. Oh, I don't like fart sounds. I'm a, I, I no. wish I could jump ahead two minutes. No, I'm going to... The four that you called out, I'm going to play them. You tell me which one you think it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> we can't do this. Yes, we can. We, we can't. Gotta... This can't be our show. <laughs> yes, we can't. Which one was it? Was that a okay. squeaker? Was it Master Blaster, Air Biscuit, or Fartiologist? Oh. <sighs> Uh, I'm going to say Air Biscuit. You, sir, are a <laughs> what <the> fartiologist. <laughs> so it was Fartiologist. Great. 
No, no, it was air biscuit. But see, okay. I'm saying that was I you see. being a fartiologist because I imagine that's the study of farts. I see. And then you just played the fartiologist sound? Exactly, because you were being a fartiologist. It has some reverb on it. Okay. Yeah, uh, no. And I mean. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that has to be the squeaker. It is, it is. And because I have to. <laughs> All right, that's been Pop Song, everybody. We're canceling the show. <laughs> that's it. We've jumped the shark. No, we did. We jumped no the shark. No more show. We jumped the shark like in episode three. Uh, uh, wow. Well, sorry. <laughs> that was. I hope that was as awful for you as it was for me. I don't know. Um, I thought it was pretty funny, but yeah, are funny. Well, Though these icons. I can't. I can't I have get to over look it. away. I'm gonna go back to this terrible mid-journey AI art stuff. <laughs> what do you think those just... fart stains are? Someone oh yeah, you like think, <laughs> you think it's AI? It's AI, AI skin gen- marks. Yeah, give me a picture of a fartiologist fart <laughs> thumbnail, please. Uh, in the style of my own underpants. <laughs> oh, I've got. I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> They should not be this way. I just there's just a lot of it leaking out of me all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't eaten uh, oh, I haven't eaten an ounce of fiber in, in in fifteen years, and for some reason I can't stop pooping my pants. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes well, you, sometimes you need that fiber. I'll cut all that stuff out. Now I'm keeping it all in. Anyway, let's talk about some pop culture stuff. John, um, I think we would be remiss. I think we would be remiss not to talk a little bit about The Mandalorian because it's back, baby. Yeah, see, so we can talk about it. Um, Hold on one second. Let's talk about it, but let's do our due diligence. Spoilers, yes, please spoilers, do. double mm-hmm. boilers. Who is this nasally yes. Cauldrons dork. burn and secrets know. bubble. I don't know. It's almost course, like. In, in the right sounds kind of like a horse face guy. Fire <laughs> the spoiler which has been invoked. Dameron horse face will be saved uh-huh. uh, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're covered. We're, we're okay. Cleared. Thank goodness, because I can't take, I can't, on top of everything else that's going on, I can't take the the spoiler witch coming for me, um, but Mando's back, baby. <laughs> so, yes, Mando is back, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna beseech you to uh, temper your expectations. We don't know what type of ride we're on. I uh, know. I mean, I think that the writing is still very bad. Uh, but at least the action was super fun last episode, and at least yes. it's so weird. This show, this season, more than any other, like I can see the, the dominoes being set up so far in advance that when they are knocked down, you're like, oh, okay, like the like everything is just like some things seem to happen for no kind of no reason a lot, and then you see the reason later, and you're like, oh, the only reason why that happened earlier. Is to set up this scene. Cool. Yeah. I, if not to set up the scene, yeah, to set you up for, like you said, a re- reveal a couple episodes later. I mean, this one now just feels like, hey, we're just going to spin our wheels a little bit and help you set up Ahsoka. And that's all we're going to do yeah. right now. 
Right. I mean, because the big, uh, I would say the big reveal of this episode is that we got to see Zeb. Yeah. Oh, that was the best part. Yeah. It was, I mean, I was like, yeah. Zeb, and he looks good. He looked it's, really good. It was, it, he really made the transition from animation to live action intact. I, I was impressed. Yeah, no weird deformations like they did to Cad Bane and Bopfa or uh, the Grand Inquisitor yeah. in the Obi-Wan oh show. <laughs> yes, check out our episodes on those respectively if you want to hear our thoughts on those two characters and kind of what happened to them. But, uh, yeah, but Zeb looked great. Zeb uh, is Steve looking Wooten great. Sounded great. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, I, yeah, this episode was... I mean, yeah, the writing a little inconsistent, but Zeb, Zeb, Zeb did it. Zeb, Zeb killed it for me. And everything else was just gravy after seeing him. Yeah, it's weird. It kind of feels like they're setting up Rangers of the New Republic, but we know that that show is not a thing anymore. Or if it it's a concept they're just going to bring into Mando to probably like uh, link all the other shows together too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, w- I thought it was really interesting. It, it definitely made me excited to see a show like that. Like, just like the, you know, a cool, small squad of Republic pilots going around investigating mysteries and stuff and helping out towns and doing, the, or kind of helping out towns. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Passing along a message to an old friend so they'll help out of town. Yeah, versus But you're not going to show up because you can't get your hands dirty. Yeah, or... Versus the old friend just calling the other friend and saying, hey, I hate to ask you this, but could you help me out a little bit? Yeah, by the way, that droid you never trusted totally betrayed you. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so not only does he have a bad motivator, but he's a narc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could say his bad, his motivation all around is bad. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The, <laughs> sure. real, the real villain of the season three. R5. Yeah, yeah, really nice, nice one, R5. I thought, you know, I thought you were cool. Uh, Also, kind of, it was like sort of a coincidence that R5 even came with him in the first place. So I guess lucky the, lucky the New Republic, or I guess lucky Navarro. Uh, it's called the Force. The Force. Uh, oh, right. Oh, right, yeah. No, I You're- mean, I... I'm the one who always says, like, that's what Star Wars is. Just a bunch of contrived things that happen uh, that would, these coincidences would, would probably never happen in any real world situation. But, you know, the Mandalorian is uh, straining my incredulity <laughs> just well, a, a wee bit. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, you can't be looking for, like, reality in this stuff because... Oh, certainly not. Because, you know, like for a while, the only professions were stormtrooper, smuggler, bounty hunter, uh, bar patron, or bartender, right? Like there weren't right, a lot yeah. of professions that we'd ever really get to see. Because it was just <laughs> the classic Star Wars <laughs> professions, yeah. Right? This, this time we got to see uh, office, you know, like re- New Republic office work again. You know, we got that in episode three. We got it again in this one. See, we're we're getting the we're getting the stuff about Star Wars that people asked and thought they wanted, but probably really didn't need. But we're getting it, and we got Tim Meadows for it. So, yeah, as Colonel Tuttle, great, uh, fun sort of bureaucratic, uh, another bureaucratic uh, New Republic 
person who is just not lifting a single finger to help people in need. Yeah. So I guess that's the uh, <laughs> that's what the these the folks have decided. So yeah, after what eighteen years of empire rule, to just trade it out for another bureaucratic system that just doesn't really get it. Um, what do they again? What do they want me to think? I don't know. But we got uh, Captain Carson Tava back in action. Yeah, I like this guy. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't watch Kim's Convenience, which is what people apparently know him from. But uh, apparently, he's very well regarded. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's cool catching him in it, and he, he looks like he's having fun, and that's the most important. At this point, with me and Mando. As long as you look like you're having fun and I, I can have like one hoot or holler or at this point, a favorite look at one of my favorite Star Wars ships. Um, it was last week where, you know, we got the TIE Interceptor and this week we got the Lambda class shuttle. I'm like, hey man, just keep showing me that good grade A original <laughs> trilogy ships and I'm on board. Yeah, but we also got uh, we also got Gorian Shard's ship, which is dope. I thought it's you were going to cool. go off on that Shard guy who looks terrible. I he love looks, that guy. He looks <laughs> terrible. He looks like your old Swamp Thing action figure. Yeah, that's fine. He's a weird. He's like a freaky little Star Wars creep. I love him, uh, and I'm kind of sad that he is for sure exploded. Yeah, it seems like a lot of setup for for someone who could have been like a reoccurring bad guy that shows up, you know, like I think that's part of the problem is Mando doesn't really have any like villains. I guess well, the galaxies I mean, are villains, but like I, I guess Vane is a villain. He uh smartly ran away, uh ditched Gorian Shard uh when he needed him the most. Uh, and so we get, we'll probably get more vain. Okay. All right. All right. They probably tell him that the Mando's narked and you narked on him for, well, you know, okay. Okay. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. And well, don't forget, uh, Katie, uh, O'Brien's, um, uh, Al- Aliyah Kane. I believe that's their name in the a, show. A liar. More like Kane. <laughs> Like Cain and Abel? I'm starting to piece these things. Please tell me that's not why, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, But uh, I do love the scene where uh, she comes in from the other room and is just like, uh, just acting the most arch ever. (laughs) uh, Hey, uh, why are you in here? And why are you just be like, oh, don't, you don't need to do that. Uh, you know, you really signed the charter, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, that was, yeah, that the 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 subtlety that we got with their only episode with the laying it on, yeah, it was a little like, come on, come on, bruh. While this this other dude is all like, there's something bad going on in the galaxy, and we need to stop it, and everyone's like, nah, 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 yeah, we're good. Uh, but we got we got to see uh, Dave Filoni suited up again, Trapper Wolf back in action. Yeah, you sure that wasn't just a mistake? Like he was just happened to be hanging out and set. Like, eh, just keep, just keep. No, he's the shot. he's credited in the episode as okay. Trapper Wolf. 
I didn't. I didn't. I I just checked out the. Yeah, uh, you know, I always check out the, uh, the art, you know, like the storyboard paintings that they kind of show at the end, and then mm-hmm. I then I bounce out of them, uh, credits real quick. So I didn't. Yeah, but I did catch them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, lots of fun stuff. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what they're setting up. I'm excited about the appearance of Zeb that hints at that more Ahsoka stuff. I'd love to see. Uh, I'd love to see um, more of that stuff. Actually, you know, there was a bunch of directors in this episode that I didn't even realize. I think it was almost all the directors they normally use. Was, yeah, uh, we got Jib Dodger and Sash Ketter. Uh, played by Rick. Uh, f- oh, come on, I'm, must- I'm gonna mess this up again. Do you know how to pronounce his last name? No. Why do you think I don't? I just call him Rick. He's the new. He's an executive. Old producer Rick F. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's but he he's directed his share of episodes too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and Deborah Chow, of course, is Sash yep. Ketter. Yeah, no. These are, a, these are not yeah, good Star Wars names. I mean, they're not really gonna be showing up too often except for the way we're getting them so you know no no yeah. one's gonna remember them and after, i mean all the good star wars names i think are taken yeah i don't think you're coming up with another you know like dash rindar only strikes once you're not yeah you're not who's gonna that that's what dave flaloni you should be playing dash rendar <laughs> uh, oh my god well, except he died so he couldn't play him does he die in canon or in legends? Well, I don't think. Well, so technically, okay. Sorry, folks, hang with us. Um, that, We'd be so, sorry. This is what they're here for. No, I think they were here for the fart guess, but I you, don't you, think so. I don't think anyone it, is. So, ever. yeah, they were like, I need to know if Forrest can guess a fart. But um, Shadows of the Empire that was official canon, technically through George Lucas. After Disney bought it, that's when it went in the gray area. So I don't even know if Dash Rendar exists. Actually, I don't think he but, does in the new know, canon. I don't think he does either. But he died in Empire, so or we think he died in uh, Shadows of the Empire, and I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> well, I for one, I am team. Let's get Dash Rendar back in here. Let's get Kyle Katarn. Uh. Was Kyle Guitar name dropped at one point? Is he in, in the new legend? Is he a new king? I have to look it up. We have to look it up now. All right, look it up. I'm going to pull up the fart board real quick. Oh, don't uh, Just do in that. case. Just in case. Just in case what? I don't know. We might need, might need a fart board. No, we don't. Nobody does. You sure? <laughs> I think they took a fart out. <laughs> They were just like, this so, uh, uh, public statement from your friends at Voice Mod. We would like to profusely apologize for adding the too wet fart into our farts and burps board. It was too wet. <laughs> we're so sorry. <laughs> Forgive us. I mean, what does a noob's fart sound like? Don't We don't need to know. Nobody needs to know. As my cursor moves over Don't. to Noob's Fart. Okay. Uh, well, Kyle Katarn is not has the not been dropped. brought into the canon yet. He still exists in the legend space. Uh, so, okay. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it, well, it, it, look, if we're going to get a Kyle Katarn name drop, it's going to happen in one of these shows, so. Yeah, I mean, and also, it's just like, they made a big deal about Order 66 killing all the Jedi, but we have learned since then that Order 66 uh, was leaking like a sieve a little bit. There's so many Jedi that survived. I mean, you know. In, in in concept, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Right? Like, if you could make a cool Jedi, you'd want a few of them to get around. And it makes sense. Not like, not all of them get killed. It makes sense that some of them run away. It wouldn't be like, oh, there's only one. Now two. Mm-hmm. Now three. Roku's four. Yeah, give us as many Jedi. You know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Yeah, give us, give us, give us the Jedi. I'm, yeah, plenty I, of Jedi. I will say I'm interested in this whole Mandalorians being set up for um, uh, a Gideon's escape, right, with the yeah. Beskar or whatever. I'm like, damn, their armor that cheap? I mean, like, <clears throat> I get why they're assu- assuming that the uh, Mandalorians are responsible. That being said... The first time we saw Beskar on the show was in the hands of the Imperial Remnant. That's true. That's true. Big old so thing. it's like, it doesn't mean anything that it's Beskar. In fact, the fact that there there is Beskar left behind, you should be so, con- you should be so suspicious. Yeah, it probably made more sense if it was like some sort of, I don't know, Mandalorian gauntlet or... Yeah, yeah. If there was just the like a mythosaur sculpture, well, it's got to be them, right? They're the only ones who can rock it. It's like a Hell's Angels patch. You just can't walk that, wear that thing down the street if you're not one. And like, what are they gonna do? Hey, did you guys do this? And they'll just be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Although I guess there's like the whole like Bo-Katan's like uh, mercenaries for hire. They could have done it. They could have done it. I was kind of hoping this. This is. I had two thoughts on this until they pointed out the best car. My original hope was like, oh, is this like the Nagri from you know uh, from the Thrawn trilogy that like Thrawn sent him to go break out Gideon or something like that? Oh, interesting. The, I was like, that'd be really cool and a great way to introduce them to the uh, world or the the galaxy. And then the other one, I was like, oh, what if they're like a leftover remnant of Darth Maul's uh, death Mandalorian troopers, like the ones from Clone Wars? And I said, oh, that'll be cool to get the ones with like the horns welded on the helmet and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would love it if it was, if this was all sort of like, I would love it if this is all leading to like Thrawn. I, I that's that's my bet. My bet is we get Thrawn and this as it helps set up Ahsoka, then Ahsoka is dealing with uh I I'm figuring the first few episodes is finding Ezra and then uh going from Ezra to on the attack or something like that. That's I bet I, I bet it takes them a season or more to find Ezra. You think so? Yeah, for sure. Alright, let's let's make that a bet. I'm going to say three episodes we get Ezra. Uh, I'm going to say you you don't see Ezra until, like, 
at least halfway through, if not the uh, final episode. Okay. Watch it be six episodes long. <laughs> We're uh, both right. <laughs> well, it's a push then. Because uh, I don't know. I think you. I think that a. I think we're going to want to focus on Ahsoka and Sab- not Sabine. Uh, who is yeah, Sabine Wren. Okay, Sabine the the Mandalorian with the spray paint. Yep. Uh, I think you focus on on Ahsoka and Sabine like exclusively for at least a little while. Allow their relationship to grow. Allow that to have some breathing room, and then I think you bring in. Well, I think that's the central mystery. I think it has to be sort of teased and they find out stuff. It does kind of sound like Force Awakens where they're looking for Luke Skywalker, but uh, I'm sure they'll do their own thing with it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to um, have my board have another. I, I My weird theory was. Ooh, I, what I if, can't wait to hear it. It's what if Thrawn in trying. Because. Everything. By the way, the Bad Batch season two uh, episode finale was just like I saw they they wrote what was going to happen so early on that I was like, okay, pretty much like you're calling out. But everything is setting up. How did the Emperor come back? Because we're now going to try to make that make sense for those three Ooh. movies we made. Okay, so everything is so everything's been talking about like the cloning and how the Kaminoans were the only ones who understood the cloning tech and like trying to do what they want to do, which I imagine was create force sensitive people. What if Thrawn used Ezra to help create Snoke? That would be interesting. I'd be there for it. Um, I'd love to, if Thrawn created the first order, Ooh, give me chills. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. But I don't know the winner where he would go then. Yeah. I guess maybe they like Ahsoka gets her revenge and takes him down, or like you know Ezra takes him down, or he gets taken down in the Ahsoka show, and so that's why he's not in the first order. But I can definitely, I could definitely see him uh, starting it. He's a genius. Yeah, he, yeah, I, I would hope so. Let's let's give let's give him a, a fitting outing. Yeah. Uh, as long as we see the uh, Yasalamir. <laughs> Lizard in in, uh, in its full regalia in in you know in larger than life on our TV screens, then uh, I'll be happy. I'm taking it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Man, can you imagine if they just do like they just take Ahsoka and make the the Thrawn trilogy, heir to the Empire, but like with Ahsoka instead of Luke? It could work. At this point, just give me the Thrawn trilogy. I, in some form or fashion, I will. I will even take jury rigged Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, I wanted to see that, like the pirate in, from that, that yeah. kind of swashbuckling character who only ever wore like a vest with nothing under it. Yeah, Talon Card. <laughs> yes, Talon yeah. Card. Yeah. Let's. And of course, Mara Jade. It would be great to introduce Mara Jade, even if it's not. Link to Luke at all? That would be fantastic. I would love to see that whole uh, that whole business. Uh, Apprentice to the Emperor, Mara Jade. Yeah, of course, it probably couldn't imp- be that. Well, but I mean, those those so many cool concepts from that, like the Emperor's hand. Every, there's so much cool stuff in those books. I mean, yeah, hell, it's what jump started uh, people's 
a love of Star Wars. It was those books coming out where people were just like, oh, this is pretty good. Because outside of the games and stuff, it was, you know, no new movies. Everything was waning. These series came out. <laughs> Did well enough where people were buying them again. They're like, mm, I, I think people like Star Wars after all. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna make the prequels. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. If only, you, if only back then, you know, like you could have had the like the stars. Uh, they were all pretty young still. You could have brought them in and done the heir to the empire but he's like no let's go back in time i don't think people really want to see anakin float an apple into somebody's mouth <laughs> when they didn't ask for it <laughs> that seems like a real fun thing to do what if like a bunch of no personality droids attacked a bunch of people you don't care about what would what would happen then well yeah, let's let's find out oh, oh george you're brilliant george i'm not gonna tell him he's paying my paycheck uh, I, I, I want to take a trip to Italy. Uh, so let's go film this in Italy. <laughs> just his, it, it, pretty much the prequels was George Lucas's Club Med. Yeah, <laughs> he was going to Club Med. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, but I don't know. You got to see the Mandalorians like kicking butt. You, uh, Grief Karga, high magistrate Grief Karga, uh, gifted them... Uh, Huge tracts of land uh, in, in Bullock Canyon. Yeah, a, a nice nod to Jeremy Bullock, who was the man underneath the suit of Boba Fett in the original trilogy. A very cool little uh, reference there. Um, and then the Mandalorians are like, "Cool, thanks. All right, let's get our real home back." <laughs> yeah, we're going back to the sewers, people. <laughs> I realize that, like, that this is like. You know, they need a base of operations. It's going to be a long road taking Mandalore back. But I thought it was really funny where they're like, it may not be home, or it may not be your home, but you have a home now. And they're like, cool. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this place sucks. We got to get out of here. It's a, it's by, you live by a volcano. Uh, yep, yeah, it's all lava fields. It doesn't look uh, too great. Uh, it smells it smells terrible. I also like that they're like, listen, we can't we can't put listen, we can't have Katie Sackoff under a helmet this is the entire rest of the show. Let's make up some weird reason why she doesn't have to. Yeah, where everything that we followed for like the forty years or so of wearing these helmets and following our traditions this way, she walks in both the light and the whatever the other yeah, Optimism. she's she's Star Wars Blade. She is. Damn, I she's didn't the, think... She's the Daywalker. Bo-Katan is the Daywalker. I'm for it. <laughs> I'm here for it, too. I think that's she, great. She's got all of their uh, power with none of their weaknesses. That's right, because she doesn't have to wear... She doesn't helmet. have helmet hair and a lack of peripheral vision. <laughs> she can eat openly <laughs> without having to be like... Uh, who's leading this party? Oh, <laughs> Dennis. All right. Well, we all got to bomb off in the dark while he gets I, We didn't even talk about that last time, but I fucking hated that part. <laughs> so they were like, that was just like them answering us, us like some pedantic uh, sort of observation somebody had about the show. Well, if they can't take their helmet off, what happens when they eat and they're, uh, you know, away from their cave? Well, they just go off 
and they go their own separate little plates, and then they eat it by themselves in silence. Oh, being a Mandalorian sucks. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I mean, are you sure this is the way? Uh, this doesn't really feel like any sort of way. What's the goal here? Because it's not that been that long ago. My my uncle, he told us he'd walk around without his helmet all the time. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't this seems this. made up. Yeah, it seems like you... You have like a weird face. <laughs> yeah. Are you weird-faced? No, this is the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm just jealous. I wish I could be a Mandalorian so I could hide my weird face. Uh, horse face, as we established this episode. Thank you. I was about uh, to. Yeah, got a call back. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll check in at, at the end, see what's going on with the Mando. Uh, uh, but uh, two big trailers released over the last couple of days. Uh, John, by the time you hear this, of course, they will be days and days old, and you most certainly have seen them out there. Uh, but we got the very first trailer, a long one, at two minutes plus, two minutes and change for the the new Blue Beetle movie from DC. And I have to say, John, I thought it was pretty cool. It's a trailer. Ooh. <laughs> the very lukewarm response. <laughs> Uh, from your end, but uh, um, yeah, I thought the jokes mostly landed, and uh, the suit looks pretty good. I think I was I was surprised. I was worried it was going to look bad. It looks pretty good. I mean, I got a little Power Ranger vibes from it. That's not a knock per se, but there's a lot of purple lighting in a way that feels like a Nickelodeon or a you know a Super Sentai style show. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it, it was nice to see that it looks like a, a good portion of the suit is practical, though, so um, that's neat. Yeah, um, we got to see the Blue Beetle Bug, uh, Ted Kord's uh, famous vehicle. Yeah, that was so cool, but also so like disappointing at the same time, because I'm just all like, oh, so Ted Kord is in this, but I don't get Ted Kord Blue Beetle. No, yeah, you don't get to Gord Blue Beetle, although you do get to see the Blue Beetle bug, and there's a shot at the very end where it shows, uh, like, the two previous Blue Beetle suits, including a very comic-accurate-looking Ted Cord suit. Uh, I hope we at least get a flashback. Oh, I hope so, or I hope Ted Cord is still around, just hiding from his, uh... Evil sister, I guess? Is it sister, or... Is a wife. Susan well, in Terrain. the comics, it's his older sister. Oh well, that's. Well, is it? Uh, in the comics, they they made up this character for the movie, and then they introduced it in sort of a retroactive way before the movie came out into DC Comics. I was just reading an article about it. Oh, okay. Uh, where uh, she is introduced as his older sister. I don't know what the relationship will be in the movie. Um, but, uh, what I do know is Mm. the only thing that did was a big miss for me in this trailer was the, the beetle vision. Oh, that thing looked like it, it can't, it looked like it was from like Wondershare, like film. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely not, I'm hoping that's not it. Oh, I hope that's not final. 
Oh yeah, boy, yeah, it looks was... like a it looks like a two thousands user interface. It looks like uh, something that you would find on a CD ROM game where you were like on a second CD where you would be like, ooh, well, not many games on this, so I guess I'll play this game. <laughs> I have no choice. Yeah, no, they that was. Uh... It's hard to read what it was trying to tell you in the first place. It was, yeah, it was just bad. That was bad. Yeah, and the suit's voice kind of sounds like Siri. I don't want to like, uh, I don't want to cast dispersions on anyone's performance. Maybe it's the performance of a very talented actor. Uh, but I was really like, I don't know. There was like something that lacked personality a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that's the point. But uh, there's a couple things I'm kind of like. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, I'm I for me that version of Blue Beetle, Young Justice version of the the suit voice is what's in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. So this was just a, I don't know. It just it seemed like off the mark, and honestly, the parallels between like this being or organic sort of Iron Man for DC versus Iron Man, and then having like. You know, the the Friday-style voice with this just feels like it's kind of missing the mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, out of, I don't know, watching this one made me want to watch it more than Shazam! Fury of the Gods trailer did. Yeah. I want to just say, let's, let's you know, I make fun of us a lot for really not, for being kind of out of touch with what's going on in pop culture, but like, boy oh, howdy, did we... Uh, <laughs> Did we really call that whole response to Shazam uh, fairly perfectly? We weren't interested in it. Neither was anyone else. It's gonna. It's going to release uh, the middle of April on uh, on HBO Max. Uh, a mere thirty days, I believe, before it uh, it was in theaters. Not a great sign. Uh, also, yeah. the drama around it continues to be weird. I don't really want to get into it because I'm not much of a gossip, but. People were really fast to blame The Rock for the for the failure of a movie he had nothing to do with. Yeah, I I mean it. I don't know. It just the the bits and pieces that you kind of pick up from it felt like some power plays were going on. He was the one that him or his camp was the one that told Cavill, "Oh, your soup, your soup. We're bringing you back, baby. I'm in charge now." It, this yeah. type of thing, but. That There's a lot of a lot of weirdness around it. I, granted, but Shazam kind of kind of bombed on its own uh, its own recognizance. I think. Yeah, I'm, I mean, do you think it kind of uh, got caught in the Black Adam wake? Uh, that's what some people are saying, and people are saying because The Rock fought so hard against having any sort of crossover there. Uh, that there was, you know, there was just a lack of enthusiasm around the the product um, because it didn't really tie into anything. I I think a lot of factors worked against it. Uh, I think the announcement with the new DC slate right before it came out was for people who are paying attention and would be most your most rabid fans were kind of was kind of deflating. It certainly was. Like, I don't have anything against... I think what James Gunn is doing sounds very exciting. But if I was someone who loved the Snyderverse, I would be deflated. I would not have a lot of reason to see this movie 
And then I think that I I can't I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to the quality of the film. But I think the that the trailers didn't do it any favors. Uh, yeah, the trailers didn't excite me. The jokes didn't really land. And while I thought the first Shazam was probably one of the better of those, you know, like that DC universe. Sure. It that's not saying much. You know, it, in the grand scheme of things, it's not saying much at all. I wasn't really a big fan of it. And for those who really know me, everyone knows like DC is my jam. It's my my office is covered in like nine tenths of DC stuff before you know, Marvel makes it to the wall. Not saying I don't like them both equally, but definitely these movies were not like something I got excited to see. And so my, all of that has been tempered to, well, it's a blue beetle. It's not my favorite blue beetle. Ted Cord is my favorite blue beetle, but I'll give this a shot because at least it looked like it was having fun. And yeah, yeah. Lord, I think, you know, like some people are criticizing Marvel movies for trying to have too much fun now and not enough seriousness. And then it's the other way around with the DC movies that most of them are so damn take themselves too serious. And now that at least they're trying to have some fun. And I'm like, really, what are you going to do with a Blue Beetle character? Like, Blue, Blue sure. Beetle's not high on my list of like characters who, even Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Not very high on my list yeah. of uh, people who should be getting movies. I'll, I'll be honest with it, but at least same. This one, you know, this one tried a little bit. George Lopez, his was, hair is crazy. Do you think he's playing a Guy Fieri type character? I hope so. Hmm. I hope oh, he's, he's going to like you know cafes, cover cupboards, and cornucopias <laughs> uh um, yeah of course <laughs> well we know they're going to big belly burger that was a a reference a deep dc cut that you saw a lot on the berlanti verse if you checked out those shows on uh the c-dub uh but nice to see it brought into the 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 dc eu canon and uh as far as i understand blue beetle can appear in this new universe because that's not going to be really connected to anything except that that we know batman exists in whatever universe this is because that's the big joke at the end the big joke that for me felt very flat of uh george lopez calling batman a fascist uh so uh you know a lot of the jokes worked that's all i'm gonna say yeah a lot of them worked some of them didn't um yeah that one i was just like okay okay sure yeah all right I'd, yeah fine whatever you gotta say something about batman yeah uh i would have much rather be like that dude doesn't exist right yeah yeah exactly batman who's that yeah. <laughs> oh you just, mean that? that's a fairy tale yeah that that tourism board thing that gotham does to try to get you to go there get out of <laughs> here a, that's an urban legend yeah give me that uh, mysterious don't give me the oh batman's a fascist okay okay george fieri or whoever you're supposed to be <laughs> in this that that mullet was powerful though it was but, very. It's like he's got a mullet in the front and the back. 
Like this beard looks like the same general he, shape language as the back of his mullet. Yeah, it's just parties everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, no for no formal at all. It's parties everywhere. I do really like the moment in the trailer when he goes, "It's on your face," <laughs> and then he gets zapped uh, by the scarab as it's. Seems like it's very painfully taking over. Uh, the that I was that was the part that made me go oh, okay maybe was that transformation scene because not that I got direct American Werewolf in in London vibes but like that transformation I was like oh that looks kind of painful nice yeah he's screaming bloody murder I'll take that so yeah uh, you, you know that's not. That's not uh, dissimilar to what's in the comics, right? Because uh, in the comics, the scarab uh, fuses with his spinal core or his spinal column, and it's apparently very painful at first. Yeah. Uh, so maybe just, we're getting a little bit of that. Maybe that carries yeah, over. Yeah, and you just can't remove it. You just can't unplug it. It doesn't have a USB-C charging no. port, you know? No, no. So, you know, but I won't really care about who the villains are in this. Um the villain I do not recognize. It is someone from like Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, looks cool, I guess. I but I, I have no connection. I have no. I've never heard the name before in my entire life. Yeah, and as a DC and Ted Cord Blue Beetle fan, I was like, I have no idea who you're talking about. I was like, what is Craven the Hunter doing here? This is the wrong universe. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, Craven the Hunter? Okay. <laughs> all right, Sony. Uh, I see right. what you did here. Okay. All right. All right. I'll allow it, I guess. I don't really care. I mean, I don't know if it's going to get me the rush out to the theaters to see it. Yeah. Uh, but at least, you know, I, I don't know. I thought it was, uh, it looked fun. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Um uh, but that wasn't the only trailer that dropped just recently. We got uh, our first look at the brand new series, uh, Secret Invasion, uh, starring Samuel Jackson, Amelia Clark, Ben Mendelsohn, and a whole host of other f- people. Who's a scroll and who is int? Weren't they good? Weren't they good when we saw them in Captain Marvel? Oh, not these ones. <laughs> Yeah, some of them, some of them formed an ideology, and decided to move to a nuclear power plant in Russia. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard know. to say. This trailer was very. It had a lot of scenes. I'm not sure what is happening. I have less. I have. I. I feel like I know less about the show now that the trailer is out than I did before. Uh and um there's a couple of interesting parts in it like the trailer has a part where we got Ben Mendelsohn he's a scroll we know that from Captain Marvel uh but he goes into a place and everyone turns into the same guy and in the background we see a lot of like digital banners with various historical figures on that and you got to imagine that saying oh they've been scrolls the whole time guess what they were scrolls this whole time i mean yes the scrolls came in the 80s and they were like it seemed like everything was new to them, but nope, <laughs> they were here the whole time. I certainly hope that is not the case. It's what it seems like what they it is yeah, being suggested. 
yeah, from that I, one scene. I'm open. Yeah, I mean, I'm open. It's one level deeper than that. Just saying that, like, you really don't know who you could trust or like who could have been it. But I'm hoping they're not saying, yeah, Winston Churchill, scroll. <laughs> and George Washington, scroll. Total scroll. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin uh, discovered electricity with the key on the kite. Ooh, well, guess what? That was a scroll, and he already knew about electricity because he came here in a spaceship. Yeah. He's just trying to bring you Luddites to the uh, modern age. He's like, how can I get... I God, I miss TV. How can I fast track this? Well, they're impressed with things that fly. Um, mm, well, I do have a kite and a key. Mm, eureka! Um... <laughs> be funny if it was really just the spaceship on a string and a key but everyone's like look at this kite we do see a scene with a scroll that does some stuff that it could be construed as mr fantastic adjacent groot adjacent at the at the very least uh makes me think we, we're gonna see super scroll yeah we're gonna get some form because there's there's one part with dude had stretchy Groot like limbs yeah and there's the that one dude with the fist that was kind of uh rock like so i imagine we're getting bargain basement super scroll we're getting super scroll they can't directly reference the fantastic four because they haven't better introduced yet but you get the idea but once we get the fantastic four we're getting super scroll we're getting the fantastic four variety super scroll your mouth to God's ears. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I mean, we know it's coming. I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm more excited about the Fantastic Four movie than I am pretty much anything else besides Captain America on the upcoming slate. Yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping to finally get a Fantastic Four movie that's good. That would be great. I think the Fantastic Four is like a really fun, if done well, I feel like it's a really fun uh, property. So I'm looking forward to it, too. Yeah, totes, totes. It's just like it, you get. I feel like you could have a good time with the fan yeah. with the Fantastic Four, and you get everything that you want. You get a little bit of science or pseudoscience. You get a little bit of uh, superpowers. Yeah. You get a, you get group action. You know, and you get really cool bad guys. Like they have everything. Yeah, give us cool comics, accurate Doctor Doom. Do it. Uh, yeah, incredible. Yeah, you have oh to do Doctor Doom. You have to do Doctor Doom for the first episode. Well, you or start first movie. You're not. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Start with Mole Man. I mean that. I, that's what I would. I would do some because I wouldn't do an origin story. I would have them already be the Fantastic Four, and then I would have like I would open the movie up with them fighting Mole Man, just like to establish their powers for people who don't know. Yeah, give us. Give us Mole Man, like, let's recreate, you know, issue one. Yep. With, you know, with the, with the Mole Man and the, I forget what that, uh, the, the big. Uh, yeah, gig- that big rock monster. The Giganos. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Something give like us that. that. You, or give us just them beating that. Then you give us, like, soft touch, five-minute explanation of who these people were. In terms of origin, but give me the real origin. Don't give me the, you know, don't give me the one from the last Fantastic Four movie that came out. Give us the, give us a real solid origin. Four or five minutes yeah, after we see a little, fi- a little flashback. We got yeah. Ben Grimm's talking about how sad he is as he's Ben Grimm. 
Or and. maybe he realizes, you know, I used to be sad when I was, you know, when it started out, we fight the monsters on the streets. But now I get, you know, I, I, I know I'm more than just a thing. And then just give us that flashback, then boom, Doctor Doom. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, like, you can have the, like, you can introduce their backstory and their history together as you the movie sort of uh, progresses onward. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think that would be really cool. And then I think the thing is, though, Marvel, if you're listening, and I know that you are, uh, you can't kill Doctor Doom in the first movie. <laughs> he has to be a going concern uh, forevermore. Agreed. In fact, if I was doing this, phase, I guess maybe they could have been like, they could be building to have the Doctor Doom be the big bad for the next phase. Uh, yeah, you got to save your Doctor Dooms. Doctor yeah. Doom, like, you got to save him for like a 10 year arc. <laughs> I, want, I don't want him to be defeated for at least 10 years. Doom is precious. Doom yes. is like, you get. V- Marvel has a lot of great. Uh, they have a lot of great villains, but th- the pinnacle is Doom, Magneto, yep. depending on which side of the fence you are. And then you just, I feel like Thanos. Red Skull. Red Skull, Kingpin. Yeah, that's kind of it. Doc Ock is up there, but only really for Spider-Man. Same with Green Goblin. Yep. Yeah, there's like specific villains that are iconic matches for different heroes but in terms of the ones that are like global avengers level threats uh it's those are vi- the ones ultron it- i guess is in there kang kang yeah but even i still don't really think a kang like that you know no I- not really Mm-mm. they don't really they didn't really use them a lot recently i think maybe like ultron's always a going concern but they very rarely They'll bring Kang back for like an arc, a mini arc, but not like one of the major event arcs. Yeah, it's always it's just like yeah, it's Kang. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah it's Kang. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> they had a version of Kang on the Young Adventures for a while, right? Yeah, he was the um, he played Iron Lad. Yep. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you're like, cool. That's that's neat. I'll take. All that. right. Yeah, it's kind of like. I liken it to DC in the in the eighties when they were doing the Legion comics and mm. then Brainiac Five. You know, he's a descendant <laughs> of the original Brainiac, and you're like, sure, this is a good idea. Okay, I'll allow it. But, All right. Well, yeah. you, if you say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're gonna bring him along, I mean, he's the one who uh, uh, helped make Lobo not bleed other versions of Lobo of himself, so he's good for something, I guess. I don't know. But All right. Yeah. Whatever you say. Uh, now but, they have, like, they tried to make a new, they tried to make a new Big Bad recently with the King in Black. You know that character? Yeah, like, isn't that from the, the, the symbiote stuff? Yeah, he looks like a, he looks like a Venom Dracula's. Yeah, and you lose me immediately when you go symbiote. Yeah, like I when Carnage came, uh, you know, came came around. I was just like, You're like what, I'm, I'm, he's even worse than Venom, because he he fused with the he fused with a serial killer, and I was like, oh, oh my god, 
I I just realized I haven't seen the Venom Two movie, and I <laughs> where Woody Harrelson is Carnage. Yeah, and if I have my druthers, I never will. Oh, you you haven't seen it either. Oh Lord, no! After I saw I saw the first one, and I vowed. Yeah. I went to the highest hilltop. I waited it for the rain and lightning, and I swore to the universe I would never watch that movie. <laughs> I'll never watch Venom 2. Let there be carnage. That's never. right. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I come couldn't on. pull the name. And for some strange reason, it resides in me somewhere. Like, I can't recall most things. Uh, my grasp of the English language slips from time to time, but. Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That title <laughs> lives rent-free. <laughs> total rent-free in my head right now. Uh, well, uh, may you... I wish upon you, may you never see it. Uh, and that not is what I wish. Not even on an airplane. Not even on an airplane. Yeah. That's how I saw the first Venom, and I was still disappointed. Uh, and I wish that to all of you out there. I hope that you never see Venom. And if you have, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and if you liked it, I'm really sorry. Well, if you like to, you know, chase your bliss, you do you. But also, yeah. uh, that one, I'm, it. yeah, that one, I'm gonna tell you, go find a new bliss. <laughs> you know what? If you're if you're loving, uh, if you're loving Venom Two, let there be carnage. Uh, I think you need to to in- inject some morbium into your life, and instead watch <laughs> watch the Adventures of Michael Morbius. For a second, I thought you said Venom Two. Let there be Carmax, and I was like, "Let them be Carmax." Yeah, they don't haggle, John, and they—they, they, you know what, Carmax? It's a, a little bit of a different kind of experience about a car. That's uh, true. I guess I don't know. I've never even yeah. set foot in a Carmax, but <laughs> I like right by it all the time. Oh yeah, I'm like, didn't, wow, that's a lot of cars. Yeah, didn't they actually go bankrupt? No, nah, they're fine. Okay. I'm thinking of like Carvana or something. Yeah, Carvanas. Well, well. They they were gonna build a big old car vending machine, and wouldn't you know it? That ended up being a bad idea. No one could have <laughs> saw that coming. No one could have saw a car vending machine being a terrible no, idea. No, no, not just the logistics and size and footprint and mechanics to make a car vending machine, but certainly no, no one could have thought this wasn't the future of car buying. That's right. I don't want to go to a lot where I can walk around and look at cars. I want to look at it in a giant glass tower and then put in enough quarters to equal $37,000. I mean, what happens if it gets stuck on the glass? Like, can you shake it loose? (laughs) Come on. Come on, Uh, you Prius. Get uh, out of there. My Toyota Tracel. It's trapped between under the little flappy thing. I'll never get it now. Come on! Oh, trying to stick your hand underneath there to get it. Terrible. Oh, I really wanted that one. It had so much rust damage. <laughs> uh, that's but, right. Uh, Cars are expensive, folks. That's what I'm trying. We're trying to that, say here. That's our. And also, yeah, Secret Invasion. Sure, that was a. It was a <laughs> All right, we were talking. Who <laughs> oh boy? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It looks cool. It. I'm it, excited for to see uh, Nick Fury back in action. Uh, and Amelia Clark, who's she playing? I don't still don't know. I think she's playing um, what's a uh, uh, Krennic character's name? I'm oh, blanking it. 
the um, the 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 cool scroll. She plays the cool <laughs> scrolls uh, daughter, the oh. daughter that we see in um, okay. Captain Marvel. All right. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's something. I, yeah. I mean, this one I have no expectations because we know it's not going to be one for one to the Secret Invasion comic. So yeah. It's it's I guess it's kind of like we're getting uh, a Captain Marvel slash Captain America esque style movie a little bit you know tonally be more uh-huh. tactical but a little bit of space in there too and it seems that way yeah yeah I mean I'll take it, it it'll be sure. it'll be a different take especially after the you know. It's it's been a little bit of a, a a Marvel TV show drought. Yeah, it'll be nice just nice to have it back. Uh, it, yeah, it it looks intriguing. Um, like we said, there were several interesting sort of visual callouts. I'm gonna be. I know they're not gonna have unless they're really like saving it for a surprise. They're probably not gonna have Spider Woman. Nope. In it, but she seems so integral to the whole Secret Invasion. Comic plot line that is a, a a darn shame that they're not. Yeah, but I don't know how you would make that make sense, even with a, introduce her and make that make sense within a a TV show. Yeah, I guess like it would be kind of a lot of people who aren't familiar. It would be a heck of a lot of like backstory you'd have to jam into like whatever five minutes or something. Um, yeah, it just would be a lot. And I think the payoff would really only be for the fans. So yeah. they're just like, okay, uh, here's her name is uh, Spider Woman. Um, okay, but it's she's not related at all to Spider Man. Um, Spider like powers, kind of, uh, but not really. Um, just kind of a, a name sharing thing, but otherwise not related. Anyway, don't worry about it. It's like they don't they they've teamed up a few times, but it's not really a thing. She was Agent of Shield. But yeah. it's not even her because she's actually been a scroll forever. But she's like yeah, the leader this whole time. Of the scroll insurgency force. Uh, she was the queen of the scrolls, I think, or something like that. But anyway. like, uh, but real her is also in stasis and fine. It does I mean, just don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love just to have like Kevin Feige pop up on film, just stammer out an explanation. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, in, th- in this version, Nick Fury lost his eye because he got scratched by an alien cat. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I don't know. So, himself. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, anyway, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, interesting trailer. Go check them out. Um, but I think, unless you have anything else you want to address, John, I think that's going to do it for us this week. No, nothing on my table. You told us to keep it chill. That's what I'm doing. Okay, awesome. Uh, and I am just finishing up my bail breaker uh, pilsner, so I think that means it's time to call it a wrap. Uh, I've gotten the bug for doing this live, so we're going to continue doing it live. Nice. Uh, that's right. Uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. We sure enjoyed making the show for you. Um, so first up, I would like to thank Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can check out his Fiverr page in our Pico link. 
definitely recommend it if you want some cool music made for you. Um, we have all sorts of social media presence that we are sometimes on. Um, but uh, you can join the Discord and chat it up with fellow fans. There's a couple of them on there. That's it. We say things once every two months. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, so come join us over there. You can also email us at Gmail. All that stuff's the Pico link. Go check it out if you're interested. If not, also cool. Um, so as we like to say at the end of every show. However you are listening to this, wherever you are out there, we hope that you are happy and healthy. And here's John with a final word before we say goodbye. Remember, folks, if you buy Crocs, get Croc charms. They'll make your feet look pretty cool. Thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Daily City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go. 